So today's message is straightforward. As it is. As it is. Amen. Jesus Christ deserves what he paid for. Amen. I think at this point I can even close and go home. It's straightforward. So we will look at two main things. Six key reasons why church members, underlining church members, I didn't say Christians, why church members don't evangelize and the antidote. And then we'll conclude with how to evangelize. Hallelujah. Amen. I hope I looked at me some way. And I said church members, I didn't say Christians. Yeah. So reason number one why church members don't evangelize. Please write it down. It's critical. Church members are not fully convinced that souls are lost without Christ. Hey! What did I say? Church members are not fully convinced that souls are lost without Christ. Imagine this. That one day, let's say you, you are in your bedroom, alone. And then you feel hungry. So you decide to go to the kitchen to go and what? Fix something to eat. Now, immediately you enter the kitchen, you hear some, but you ignore it because you're hungry. And then you turn on your gas stove. When you turn on your gas stove, you light it up. Then, boom! There's an explosion. Then the flame seems to spread and move towards the gas cylinder which we just filled the day before. And the spare one is also by his side. Now what do you want to do? Immediately you want to do something. So you try what? Quenching it with water. But to no avail. Then now you try exiting the kitchen. You try opening the door and the door is jammed. Hey. <laughs> and the key to the other exit to your brother took it away because he, he went somewhere, so he locked it and went somewhere. So what do you do? You are shouting. Obimbro, Obimbro, help, 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 help. Then fortunately for you, somebody was passing by and the person came and assisted you. Boom, boom, boom. And opened the door. Immediately the person assisted you. He, he, he entered and he looked inside and said, hey, listen, I've seen it before. We have to leave here quickly. Or the thing will explode. And when it explodes, everybody within 50 meters square, 50 meters around the house will be affected. Hey, so you leave the house, you are running for your life more or less. Then on your way, are you following? Yes. On your way, you meet your brother, the one who took the key. And he's going towards the house. What will you do? You prevent him from going. Your brother says, No, 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 no. I left my laptop there. I have information, proper information. If I lose the information, I'm going to lose my business deals. I tell you. What will you do? Will you say, okay, go and pick the money, go and pick the laptop and come back? Will you do that? No, 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 no. no. Are you sure? Yes. Eh? You're very sure? Very. Okay. Then how come the preachers have been preaching since Adam? <laughs> eh? That there's a judgment day coming. There is a place called heaven and there's a place called hell. And you know that without Christ, or you claim to know, <laughs> the person goes to hell. 
But we walk around and we don't appear to care. There could only be two things here. Either number one, we are not truly convinced. Or number two, we are wicked. There is no in between. Do you agree with me? Hey! So now, I need the whole church to open the Bible to John chapter 4, verse 23 to 24. John 4, 23 to 24. But I need an individual, one, one person here. Please who has a King James Bible here? I need two people, in fact. Okay, so you please open to First John 2, 4. You open to First John 2, 4. And I need another person to open to... Who, who can open quickly to... To John chapter 14, verse 6. So the whole church go to John 4, verse 23 24, and, keep, and be there. You, first John 2 4, please be there. And I need another person, what? Um, John chapter 14, verse 6. Please are you there? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Hey, are you sure that's in the Bible? Yes, sir. You saw it? Yes, sir. Excellent. Jesus said, I am the way. So if Jesus is the way from here to, to La Palm Royal, and you are moving from here to 37. How can you claim you know him? Point number one. Point number two. If you are moving from here to La Palm, you will see road signs. And it's likely you will see zebra crossing road signs. You will also see road signs if you are moving from here to where? 37. Agreed? The signs are all similar. They are the same. But the destination is different. Our friends from other religions pray. They fast. Our friends from other religions believe that Jesus is a prophet. They also do good things. These are signs on the road. But the destination is what? It's different. He said, I am the way, the truth. So now, the whole church. Let's go to where we open. That's a John chapter 4, what? 23. Let, let, let's begin to read together, please. John chapter 4, verse 23 to 24. Ready? Go. But the but hour, the hour cometh, cometh, and now, now is, is when, when the, the true worshippers, pause please, when the true worshippers, so they are false worshippers, hmm. but they are also a true worshippers. Let's continue. Shall worship the, the Father, Father in spirit and, and in truth. truth. Take it easy. Jesus said, I am the truth. So if you are worshiping the Father and this is not in Christ, why that? Mm. He said, In spirit and in truth. Jesus said, The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So when you believe these words, you are in what? The spirit. Are you listening to me? Yes, sir. Hmm. 
Let's continue. For the, the Father seeketh such to worship him. him. Pause. <laughs> Who seeks such to worship him? Father. Let's say I want to buy a new phone and I go to the shop. Do I tell the person at the shop exactly what I want? Let's say I want this specification, I want this. Or the person imposes what he wants on me. Which is which? No. What I want. So it is the father that is seeking people to worship him. Jesus. He determines the rules. And he is saying that the only way is through his son. Period. You can come and say that, hey, me, how, how can such a good God create a place like hell? You are not God. He is seeking people to worship him. Human beings, as wicked as we are, we create places called prisons. And we put people there who are more wicked than we are. Somebody goes to steal chicken. We are politicians and we are stealing more money. But we managed to put the guy who stole the chicken there. And we are standing outside and we see nothing wrong with that. So why is it so strange that God who is holy, who cannot stand sin, how do you expect sin to abide with him? So he made a way. And who is the way? Jesus. Please. You first John 2 4. First John 2 4. Yeah. He Hallelujah. Yeah. First John 2 chapter 2 verse 4. Yes. A hawk and kind said. Yeah, okay say minimum. Okay. Na only mashadesono or your trofo. Thank you. Na no quarry in minimum. Thank you. Jesus said, I am the day, the no quarry. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar. And the truth is not in him. Period. I did not write the Bible. Jesus. You see, Jesus Christ had 12 disciples. We know this, right? Everybody knows. And out of the 12, there were three that were close to him. And out of the three, one of them was what? John. It is this same John who, when Jesus Christ was on the, on the cross, said, John, take care of what? This is your mother. Take care of what? Yeah. Mary. Are you with me? Yeah. And it is only John that did not die a very strange death. They, history makes it clear that they even tried frying him on the island of Plata, but he died of old, old age. The rest were died in strange ways. They were killed in strange ways. I get me. He's the only one who survived and died of his age. If you observe all the quotations I quoted were John, 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 John. Jesus Christ knew and trusted John for him to say that take care of my mother. And John is saying, First John 2, verse 4. He that saith, I know him, and, and keepeth not his keep commandments, is a liar. And the truth. It's not in him. So if our friends from other religions say that, oh, Jesus is a prophet, but they don't believe that he said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. Does that make sense? Don't be quick to judge. We are also doing the same thing. We are all saying that he said it. But we are behaving as if nothing is at stake. We are behaving as if what? Nothing is at stake. Faith without works is what? Dead. Hey, hmm. It is well. Shall we turn our Bibles? Today is Bible study. I don't want to go and say that the, the man of God said, No, 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 no. For it is written. When you say it is written, it is written. And the word of God never fails. For it is what? 
written. When Jesus Christ was tempted three times, he always said, he didn't say, go ahead, a voice from heaven. No, 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 no. no. He said, for it is written. That's the word of God on earth. He still said, for it is written. For it is written. For it is written. So today, you will realize that for it is written is power. And when we are fully convinced of what is written, whether we like it or not, we will do it. Hey. Hmm. So John chapter 3, verse 16. A lot of us here know what is in John 3, 16. You can quote it verbatim. So the question is, what is in John 3, verse 17 and 18? So let's open our Bible, John 3, verse 16 to what? 18. And see what is written there. I want you to look at it not because we cannot quote it by everything. So that we can see that it is written. It is not just said. It is what? Written. written. Hallelujah. Are we there? Yes, sir. Okay. Let's, so let's, read John, let's begin to read John 3.16 downwards. Ready? Go. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Excellent. Uh, continue. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, uh-huh. but that the world through him might be saved. Pause. For God did not send his son to what? To condemn the world. Jesus. But the world through who? Him. Through who? Through Jesus. Through who? I am the way. Mm. Through who? Jesus. The truth and the what? Life. Life. Let's continue. Verse, verse 18. He, he that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not in him is already what? Because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Period. People are waiting for judgment day. <laughs> if you don't have Jesus, you are already condemned. I did not write the Bible. It is clearly stated there. So if you believe this, and you are walking around and you are seeing people doing all sorts of things, and you close your eyes and you will not say a word, then you are wicked. Or you are not fully convinced. I'm trying to be politically what? Correct. <laughs> are you with me? Hallelujah. Hey. It is well. It is well. Thank you. Okay. So let's go to the next point. Why Christians don't, sorry, why church members don't evangelize? Number two, fear of losing loved ones and friends. Fear of losing loved ones. There are some people here you have friends who also go to church. But you know very well that after, before they go to church on Sunday, the night before, the things they do, they are gurus in adultery. They are gurus in homosexuality. They are gurus in pornography. They are gurus in anything you can think about. But because they are your friends and they also go to church, you find God telling them that, ah, but this thing is not good though. Because you don't want to lose their favor. You don't want to lose their friendship. I, 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 are you with me? Yeah. Uh-huh. 
I really don't like it when you're clapping for me. Then I feel like I'm not preaching the right thing. I want you to. I want you to. <laughs> no, 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 no. What I want, I want you to. I want you, I want you to take the medicine, the bitter medicine. At a point in time, my daughter was sick. She didn't want to take the drug. And my wife was holding the leg. I was holding, <laughs> holding the hand. Forced the medicine into her mouth. Hey, bitter medicine. But she got healed, right? Yes. So when you're clapping for me, I don't like it. <laughs> okay. Number two, there are people here. Before you became born again, hmm, you were already married. And you were doing a lot of illegal things with your husband or your wife. And your husband is still into it. Very bad things. And you don't want to lose your wife or your husband. So once in a while, then you also do it with him. Once in a while, then you come out. You are either hot or cold. There is no what in between. Are you with me? There are also some people here. You have political positions. Or you have a post in your office. And you feel that, hey, if I make it clear that me, I am spiritual status, I am crife, maybe it will, it, will, it will not help with my, my votes. It will not help with my votes. I have to make it seem as if, oh, every religion is okay. It all leads to God. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Nonsense. Either you are hot or you are cold. Either Jesus is the way or he's not the way. Mm. How can the way from here to La Palm be the same as the way from here there? How? Impossible. So let's look at the antidote from the Bible. Luke chapter 9 verse 26. Luke chapter 9 verse 26. Are you there? Yes, sir. Please read it out, eh? Whoever gets there first. For whoever is ashamed of me mm-hmm. and my words, mm-hmm. of, of him the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in, in his own glory hmm. and in his fathers and in his fathers mm-hmm. and on the holy angels. Mm-hmm. Shall I continue? Sir? No, it's okay. That is clear. The it is written has explained itself. Let's go to Matthew chapter 10, verse 32 to 33. Matthew 10. We are taking medicine. When you get there, please read it. 32. Therefore, whoever confesses me before men. Pause. Whoever confesses me before who? Men. Uh huh. Continue. Him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. Verse 33. But whoever denies me mm-hmm. before men, mm-hmm. him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Thank you. It is written. Mm. People have been hearing grace, 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 that they don't understand what grace is. Eh? <laughs> what did Jesus say? He said, tit for tat. That's what he said. He said, if you do not confess me, I will also deny you. Period. Jesus. It is law. He is the word of God. What is the law of heaven? Whatever he says is final. Period. Are you getting it? If you do not confess him before men. You see, we have this mindset that if I come and stand in front of him and say, Oh, I accept the Lord Jesus and I confess him as well. So it means, Oh, I confess him in front of everybody. Okay, then the following day I go and do all the bad things and it's like, Oh, I'm okay. That's not what the Bible was talking about. Confessing means that your lifestyle should show him. 
You should be willing to talk to others about it. That's what Christians do. Second Timothy 2 verse 11 to 14. We are reading scripture so. Second Timothy 2 11. This is a faithful saying. For if we die with him, we shall also live with him. Take it easy. What are we saying? This one, I know you know more than even I know. That when he died, what? We died. When he rose, we also rose because he took what our place. It's clear, right? Yes, sir. Continue to the next one, please. If we endure, uh-huh. we shall also reign with him. Pause. If we what? Endure. I even like the King James better. If we suffer, what are you suffering? Jesus. We shall also reign with him. You are not going to reign with him because it's like, uh, oh, I came to church, so I'm reigning with Christ. He said, if you what? Suffer with him. If you endure, then you will also reign. What are you suffering? For his name's sake. Losing friends, that's what is more important to you. Eh? He said, we should not fear man who can destroy only the flesh. But we should fear God who can destroy the flesh and the soul. In where? I didn't write the Bible. Either you like it. Or you don't like it. Either the Bible is true or it's not true. But I came here to tell you that why it is true. And Jesus is king. Amen. Over every situation in your life, Jesus is king. So far as the word of God is king in your life, Jesus is king. Amen. If the word of God is not king in your life, you cannot go and say, all things were together for good for those who love God. Nonsense. Listen to me. All things work together for good for those who love God. If you love me, obey my commandments. Amen. Ah, if you don't love him, it will not work together for your good. So don't waste your time pretending. You are wasting your... If you, if, if. <laughs> Sorry, let's continue. Verse 13. 13. Yes. If we are faithless, mm-hmm. he remains faithful. Oh, you see, God is gentle. He's the father of all mercies. He's the father of all comforts. Even though we are in church and sometimes we are behaving as... Because he wrote this to Christians. And Christians are believers. Therefore, it means people who are believers who are not behaving like believers. He is still faithful to his word. He will send people your way to help you to come back to the line. He will give you pastors to encourage you to come back to the line. Jesus, Because he is like that. But he cannot go against his word. A man is as good as his word. If I tell you tomorrow I'll buy you a car and I don't buy you a car, I'm a liar. God is as good as his word. If he tells you you do something, he does not do it, he's a liar. God is not man that he should lie. Nor the son of man that he should change his mind. Does he speak and not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? Either the Bible is true or it is not true. There is no in between. The master said it clearly in Revelation. You are either hot or you are cold. If you want to be in between, go away. Nobody wants you. Over here, it is clearly written to prepare what? A, a people ready for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's why I'm talking the way I'm talking. Okay. Flow, 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 flow. That's why a lot of people know invite an evangelist to come and talk on Sundays. Oh, we'll call you again. Yeah. 
So, huh? so where were we, please? 13. Uh-huh. Verse 14, what is written there? Remi- remind them of these things. Uh-huh. Charging them before the Lord. Uh-huh. Not to strive about words to no profit. Uh-huh. To the rhyme uh-huh. of the hero. Uh-huh. So the things we spoke about, he says, he's, Paul is telling Timothy that he should remind them of these things. That if you deny him, he will also what? Deny you. That's how come those days people will say, they will say, deny Christ. They'll say, no, I will not deny Christ. Then a lion will go and chew the person up. Deny Christ, I will not deny Christ. Then they'll go and what? They'll, they'll tie the, your, your, your shoes to what? Uh, 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 what do you call it? A horse. Then pull, they will pull it down. But right now, if you go and tell because I'll deny, oh, I'll deny and then later I'll ask for forgiveness. <laughs> we got grace abandoned. Nonsense. We are supposed to remind people of this. I didn't write the Bible. It was a clear instruction from Apostle Paul to Timothy that you should keep reminding the people of these key things. It is key. You saw where you took it from. And you saw where it has come. It is key. So me, I'm doing my work. I'm reminding you before the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Hey! Hey! It is well. First John chapter 2 verse 28. First John chapter 2 verse 28. When you get there, please get up and read it. I want you to see that it is there. I don't want to come and stand here and be quoting scriptures. Making sure I, I, I'm in brainy. I can quote scriptures. But at the end of the day, you are unable to get that it is written. It is in the Bible. I want you to see it yourself. And read it yourself. And now, little children, mm-hmm. abide in him. Uh-huh. That when uh-huh. he appears, mm-hmm. we may have confidence mm-hmm. and not be ashamed before him. Mm-hmm. At his coming. Hey. It means that if you are not careful at his coming, you can be ashamed before him. He can tell you, Go away from me, you workers of what iniquity. One saved forever saved is crazy. It's not true. It's not biblical. If you deny him, he will deny you. How do you enter Christianity? By faith. How do you get out? By faith. Period. You confess him, you enter. You deny him, you go out. Did you receive the Spirit by works? If you grieve the Holy Spirit, what happens to you? That's the only sin that will not be forgiven. Think about it. God has given us everything. He has given us everything. He has given us his word. He has given us his spirit. There's absolutely nothing he has not given us. Why? Because he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. So we cannot stand here and say that why is the world so, 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 well, people, people, when you go out to venture, people tell you, ah, there's so much pain in the world. There's so much pain in the world. Listen to me. You are the ambassador for Jesus Christ. Mm. Therefore, you are supposed to go where the pain is and liberate them. That's why he left his spirit here. I don't know what's the point in the Holy Spirit being here. This is a sin-filled world. The Holy Spirit is what? Holy Spirit. That which is born of flesh is flesh. And that which is born of spirit is spirit. That which is born of Joe Sutherland is Sutherland. That which is born of monkey is monkey. That which is born of Holy Ghost is what? That's why you are one spirit with the Lord. And the new birth is what? You are a life-giving what? Spirit. The new Adam is a life-giving what? Spirit. So what are we supposed to do? Ambassadors, we are supposed to represent him here. And how do you give life? Through your words. 
For the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. How do you give life? By touching people. And these signs shall follow those who believe. They shall lay their hands on the sick and they shall recover. That which is born of Holy Spirit is what? Holy Spirit. Mm. That which is born of monkey is monkey. <laughs> Number three. Fear of the unknown. That's one of the key reasons why church members don't evangelize. Fear of the unknown. Please, how much time do I have? It just occurred to me that I'm, I may be lame. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, number one. Somebody should turn the Bible to Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. Philippians 4, 6 to 7. Some people, most of us, more often than not, are afraid of the unknown. That, ah, what if I go out to preach the gospel and nobody gets converted? I mean, it's a genuine concern. What if I go and the person I'm even evangelizing to knows even more than I do? What if, what, what if I, 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 I'm not enough? What does the Bible say? What does the Bible say? Philippians 4, verses 7. Yes, but I want us to read it, please, for it is written. <laughs> Philippians 4, verses 7. Be careful. Philippians 4. Six, Six to, to seven. seven. Mm -hmm. Be careful for nothing. Be careful for what? Nothing. nothing. That's what it means. But in everything. Take it easy. Be careful prayer. for nothing. When you receive Christ, you must lose your mind and get the mind of Christ. Be careful for nothing. The mind of Christ is that mind that in the storm he was sleeping. And he got up and said, Hey, wind, be still. Are you with me? That is the mind of what? Christ. The mind of man is, hey, hey, what am I going to do? Hey, hey, hey. Get up. Jesus is king. He's no longer on the cross. He is king of kings and lord of lords. He is the head of all principalities and powers. He sustains all things by his mighty word. Even the devil is sustained by Christ. Hey, some people like, what are, you, what are you talking about? He is eternal life. Without him, demons can't exist. He is life. Are you getting it? Yes. <laughs> okay, so, if we, we, do we finish the Philippians chapter 4 verses? No. no. Please just continue. But in everything by prayer and supplication, Mm -hmm. With thanksgiving, mm -hmm. let your requests be made known unto God. Hallelujah. Continue. Then seven. Uh huh. And the peace of God. Uh, either the Bible is true or the Bible is not true. There is no in between. And he said that if you do this, the first one, what will happen to you? Please, verse seven. Verse seven. If you, if you pray, you commit everything to God, what should you expect to happen to you? The peace of God, uh -huh. which passeth all understanding, uh -huh. shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Excellent. If you don't do the above, what will happen to you? You'll be confused. It is written, and so shall it be. Amen. God cannot deny himself. What is written is written. written. Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. 
Today, if you don't like Bible, Bible study, you don't like me at all, but I don't mind. <laughs> you can't make everybody happy. I need to make Jesus happy. Amen. That's my goal. Mm. Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. 21, verse 8. But the fearful uh-huh. and unbelieving uh-huh. and ab- abnormal, ab- ab- abominable uh-huh. and murderers uh-huh. and woman mongers, uh-huh. woman mongers uh-huh. and sorcerers Mm-hmm. And idolatries mm-hmm. and all liars mm-hmm. shall have their part mm-hmm. in the lake which burned with fire. Excellent. And Beautiful. Which is the second death. Thank you. It is what? Written. Written. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But the word of God shall stand forever. Mm. If you did not get anything from this message, we are not finished, we are just about maybe 30, 30% through. <laughs> Remember that it is what? Written. written. And when it is written, it will happen. It is written. He said, but the fearful hmm, and the unbelieving hmm, and the abominable and the murderers, you scroll down and you see liars over there too. First John chapter 2 verse 4 He that saith I know him And keepeth not his commandments Is a Is a Is a And the truth is not in him You will be represented in the book of Revelation chapter 21 verse 8 I didn't write the Bible Hey Hmm Hmm Number 4 Reasons why church members don't evangelize. It's the fear of evil spirits. The fear of evil spirits. Hmm. So, Luke chapter 10 verse 19. Please send your Luke 10 19. When you get there, please read it, please. Luke 10 verse 19. Behold, unto you, Behold, I give unto you power to mm-hmm. tread on serpents and scorpions and please, over please, all the please power... Please pause. Please pause. Sorry, I'm pausing you a lot, but forgive me. <laughs> Sometimes I want to stress on certain areas. Sometimes you read the scriptures and read them over again and you don't... It becomes normal. But the word of God is not normal. It is spiritual. And when you see it from that perspective, it will be well with you. Whether you like it or not, because he cannot deny himself. He cannot lie. He is holy. He cannot lie. The only way you can get God if you get him by his word. <laughs> he cannot what? Lie. If it is written, it is what? Written. Hey. Hmm. Behold, I give unto you power. And the word there, the word there is exosia. The Greek word there is exosia. It means what? Authority. Take it easy. To tread on serpents and scorpions. Why didn't the Bible say tread on monkeys and goats? Why didn't the Bible say tread on chimpanzees and elephants? Somebody has a nice statement over there. Hmm. It means that in the realm of the spirit, the class prophets and the assistant class prophets of the spirit are serpentine spirits and scorpions. 
and the rest are the others. <laughs> Listen, oh, you see, it's like um, so. What do serpents and scorpions have in common? They are both very, very, very. That's true. But the main point is, they have excellent survival instincts. A snake, another snake, can go for six months without eating and survive. An obvious scorpion can go for one whole year without eating and survive. You can put a scorpion in water for 48 hours. It will still survive. So far as it goes beyond 48 hours, it will die. <laughs> snakes. Are, if you go anywhere in the world, you go to the desert, you see snakes. Under the water, you see snakes. In the forest, you see snakes. They are what? Everywhere. Anywhere, there are also stones. You see scorpions who are hiding there. What again do they have in common? They are both what? They, they can both cause pain. Even though about let's say two thousand or two thousand about the known species of scorpions, about let's say two thousand species, only about twenty-five of them can actually cause fatalities in human beings. Their things are painful, but only immediately. That guy grew up in a village. He knew how to handle snakes. He was confident that he had power over them, and he was treading over them. I am a son of Adam. I can also do the same, but because I'm ignorant, I'm afraid. And I'm hiding from it. Are you getting it? Yeah. So the next time I saw another snake in my kitchen, he said, I call somebody a lot of snakes there, so it's not any spiritual thing, it's just snakes. <laughs> so so uh, I saw a snake in my kitchen, I call So I saw I was like, ah, Sembe and Cranny. Then I, 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 I locked the kitchen door. I, I, I was, am I going to shout and call for help? How can a big man like me shout and call for help? So what should I do? It is required by that. Ah, me too. I can do it. The guy did it. You can do it. This one was a baby. It was a baby. It was a baby cobra. It wasn't a big one. Like maybe small like this one. <laughs> so I went and I looked for a stick. The guy told me something. He said that never use a callus on a snake. Don't cut the head. I don't know. The head. The head was still, can still bite you even though you cut it into two. Therefore, use a stick. He gave me knowledge. Use a stick to hit the head. That's the way to kill a snake. So I went there. I looked for a stick. And I went to the kitchen. Pam, pam, pam. The thing was this. Was, uh, I was okay. Then at least I closed the door. <laughs> I came back to look at it. It died. Because I knew who I was through the knowledge I acquired from the guy, I could kill the snake. It's the same way serpentine spirits operate. They don't, they, they don't come attacking you. The scorpions don't come attacking you. But when you come and take something that belongs to them, you are doomed. When you come to their territory, they will deal with you. So when you go out to evangelize, what Jesus is trying to tell you is that you are going to their terrain, so they will attack. Evangelism is warfare. But what he said is that nothing shall by any means hurt you. What is the point I'm bringing across? Jesus Christ is the head of all principalities and powers. He is eternal life. He is the word of God. By him, all things were created. So I want you to understand that he is life. And without him, even the devil doesn't exist. They all need him to exist. Hey. <laughs> so he knows what he's standing on. When he says, nothing by shall any means hurt you. And he says, ah. But Peter and Go, they lash them. I'm sure easy. They lashed them and they killed most of the apostles, right? 
He said, I give unto you what? Authority to tread. Who is supposed to do the trading? Is it God? So if I have authority and I don't use the authority, what kind of bogus authority is that? Is that the fault of God? It is whose fault? It is whose responsibility to use authority? If I give you my car keys and I say I give you authority, you drive it wherever you want to drive. I give you my papers. And you never go and drive the car. Prophets will pray on you. They will impart unto you. Then you fall down. Then you keep on doing the same thing over again. You don't go out and evangelize. You don't go do anything. How do you expect the, to tread upon the serpents and the scorpions? In, in, over here in their condition. How are you going to tread upon them? It doesn't happen that way. But, so either the Bible is true or it is not true. And he said nothing by shall any means any means hurt you. Hallelujah. So you don't need to fear any evil spirit. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. This is a very popular one. But let's look at it. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. 2 Timothy 1 7. Mm-hmm. Desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say. Maybe I didn't give you the right. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. 1 verse 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear. So there is a spirit of fear. Listen to me. There is a spirit of fear. But God has not given us that spirit. Do you know the spirit he gave us? The spirit of our power. The word there is dunamis. Miraculous working power. Of love. And of a sound mind. That's self-control. You'll be doing crazy things. People will look at you and say, I think about Badam Pound. But you have the self-control not to, to ignore them. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Yes, sir. So you have the spirit of power. You have the spirit of what? Love. And you have the spirit of what? A sound mind. In fact, your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. When Dagon... When, when, when when the tabernacle, the tabernacle of God was sent to the temple of Dagon, yeah. if, if the, the, the statue fell down and it broke ground, mm. it is that same Holy Ghost that is abiding in you. You are now the tabernacle. Jesus. So when you go, expect Dagon to fall. Amen. And you have to exercise boldness and authority because you have been given what authority, but you are supposed to what? Tread. Hey. Mm. So there's no need for you to be afraid. Mm. Colossians chapter 3, verse 3. It says, when you get there, please let's read it together. For ye are dead. Yes. And your life is hid with Christ, Christ in God. God. You're already dead, so why are you afraid of dying? Hmm. And your life is hid. hid. If you hide something, can you see it? No. If you hide something, can you see it? So your life is hid with Christ in God. In God. Hmm. It's like coconut. <laughs> Before you can get to the water, which is you, you must pass the husk. You must pass all those things and pass even the, the, the white thing before he can get to you. The devil can't see you. Hey! He can't see you. Your life is hid with Christ in him. How can he see you? What he sees is Jesus. Mm. That's how come he loves punishing 
church members and punishing Christians because he sees somebody who looks just like Jesus who is who that you know better and is what is just there and he's beating the person he can't see you <laughs> do you believe the Bible <laughs> so he puts things in your mind to put fear in you but immediately you realize who you are and the fact that you have been given authority you will go and kill the snake in your kitchen <laughs> hallelujah amen amen you don't need to be afraid for God is with us. And if God be for us, then who, 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 who can be against us? Who? Who? Hey! Sometimes we don't seem to know the person we are talking about. We are talking about the God of the armies of Israel. The God who split the Red Sea into two. And he said, it is not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit. It is this same spirit that he placed in you as a gift. Oh my goodness. How dare you? How dare you be afraid when you have God in you? How dare you be afraid when you have God in you? Someone say, ah, but you, too, you don't get afraid. Oh, I get afraid. I don't like to you. <laughs> but when the fear comes, then I throw my mind to the scripture for it is written. Then I stand firm. That's it. That's all. The fear will come. But when it comes, for it is what? Written. And you stick to it. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But the word of God shall stand forever. He who dwells in the secret place of the Messiah shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Hey! You stick to it. That's all. <laughs> number five. Reason number five. Why Christians... Sorry, church members don't evangelize and the antidote. Lack of self-control or discipline. Lack of self-control or discipline. First Corinthians 9, verse 24 to 27. Can you get there, please? First Corinthians 9, verse 24 to 27. First Corinthians 9. Verse 4. Is it, is it 9, verse 24. 9:24. Do you not know that those who run in a race all are run, but one receives a prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. Pause before we go to the next one. Let's say Ghana sends a team to the Olympics to go and run. Some maybe 400 meters, some 100 meters, some this. They all go in Ghana uniform, but only few of them actually come with what? The prize, the reward. Is it clear? Continue, please. And everyone who competes for the prize mm -hmm. is temperate in all things. Mm -hmm. Now, they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Pause. Yeah, yeah, I think she's, she's, you're understanding the pause in Do You pause at the right point. <laughs> so, so the, the issue is this. People, before they do athletics, you know, they, what, what happens? They go and train. Sometimes they have to eat certain kinds of food. They have to do certain things they don't like doing just because they want to win the prize. How much more us that we want to receive the crown of life? Why can't we pray? We need to pray. It is not easy to make time to pray, but it requires discipline. 
if I tell you, when was the last time you were late to the office? Even though your work starts at 8 o'clock and you live somewhere far away. You leave the house at maybe 4 a.m. And you make sure you are there on time. Why? Because it's important to you. You will not, make, you will not be what late. So if you want to achieve this goal, Jeez. this crown, mm. you must be prepared to wake up and pray. Even when you don't feel like praying. Why am I saying these things? There are a lot of similarities that go around with people, our friends from other religions. Witches pray. Witches fast. And I want to tell you something. Before you came into Christ, if you went to a shrine, that's before you came into Christ, and you went to destroy all the idols that were there, I can assure you on authority that nothing bad would have happened to you. I can assure you. <laughs> I actually know somebody who did that before you came into Christ. <laughs> but if you go there while the fetish priest is there, and he starts calling on the negative priest that don't before you came into Christ, you regret the day that you were born. What am I trying to say? The power does not lie in the idols. The power lies in the human being, the son of Adam, or daughter of Eve, calling on a spirit. It is a fundamental law. A human being must call on a spirit before that spirit what? Operate. God is a That's how come when shines the fetish, he leaves the, the shrine, then he does not pass the knowledge over. Then what is a in a goo? Haven't you seen that before? Because it is the human being with the knowledge calling on the spirit that is powerful. So if that is the case, and people are calling on Tigari, and people are calling on all sorts of gods, and you call on the name of the living God in the name of his son, then who is who? Then who is what? Who? There's absolutely no need to be afraid of a witch or a wizard. If God be for us. So far as you are calling on the name of the living God. Call unto me and I will what? The Bible says, John chapter 15 verse 7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you. What does it mean to abide in God? The Bible says, God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. What does it mean to love? Do unto others as you want others to do unto you. And by this you fulfill the law and the prophets. Period. He said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. It means you are walking in love and you are still doing the words. The, 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 you are, you are, the word of God is abiding in you. That should be okay. Shouldn't that be okay? But the Bible doesn't say there. It doesn't stop there. Yes. He said, you shall ask. ask what you desire and it shall be done for you if you don't pray you are in trouble mm. <laughs> are you listening to me yes you sir. are abiding in his word <laughs> but you still have to ask it's a fundamental law when i throw this it comes down why doesn't it stay in the air or go straight up to space it comes down it is a law in the same way in the realm of the spirit a human being must call on a spirit before that spirit can operate on earth god said man shall take dominion over the earth that was the deal I'm not putting fear in you. I'm just telling you that our God is greater. Jesus. Jesus is king. Amen. And you have to call on him. That's all I'm saying. You have to be disciplined enough to make time to pray. As you go out to evangelize, don't pray, ah, then I'm going to evangelize. No, it is together. It is mixed. It's a mixed soup. 
you are praying as you are what? Evangelizing. When you go, if you are a soldier, you don't wait till the war before you go at you, you go and train. You train before what? The war. How is clear? Yes. And this requires what? Self-discipline. Please, where are we? Continue, please. Yes, first Corinthians. Verse 26. Verse 9, verse 26. I therefore run. Not as uncertainly. So fight I not as one that beat up the air. Like a boxer. That is just hitting like that. No, 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 no. He's hitting for a target. He knows what he wants to do. And he's to hitting what? For a target. He wants to hit the man's head and he's coming to hit the head. He's not just hitting into the air. <laughs> verse 27. But, but I, I keep under my body and bring it into subjection that, that by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. Mm. Mm. One say forever saved. This is a joke. Even a whole Paul is saying that he makes sure that he disciplines himself. So after he preaches, he himself will not be a castaway. Anything I'm preaching to you today, I must make sure that I also do it. Other than that, woe unto me. If I do not preach the gospel, woe unto you if you do not preach the gospel. <laughs> Galatians chapter 5, verse 13 to 14. Galatians chapter 5, verse 13 to 14, please. When you get there, please read it, please. For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. Verse 14. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Back to the first story. If you truly love your neighbor as yourself and you are truly convinced, then you will definitely share the word of God to make sure that your neighbor doesn't end up in hell. Because hell is what? Real. And heaven is what? Real. Jesus said, I go to prepare, my father's about our many what? Mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. Either it is true or it is not true. But it is true. So, if you are to do unto others, as you want others to do unto you, and you see people deep in sin, and you keep quiet, woe unto you if you do not preach the gospel. Yeah. Woe unto you. Woe unto me if I do not preach the gospel. The safe one, then we are done with clearing the air. The safe reason is some church members just don't know how to evangelize. Some people don't fall under the categories I, I mentioned. Some fall just here. They don't know how. They want to. They just don't know what. How. So we are going to conclude with that one. How to what? Evangelize. Number one. Just invite somebody to come to church. It's simple. But you know that it's, even though it's simple, it's not simple. Because you know the kind of bonnet power woody. 
and the kind of lies you've been lying so you find it difficult telling your friend to come to church and the truth is that I will, it's like I'm recommending that number as number one because I know the kind of church I'm talking about I wouldn't recommend this number one for any church at all I'm talking about this church do you know why? there are some churches you go and win souls this is one of the dilemmas of an evangelist you go and win souls thinking that you are saving them now you bring them to the church and now the church rather takes dominion over them and they start worshipping ministers of the gospel but thanks be unto God that's not the kind of church we are mm. Jesus that's how come this place is going to overfill there will Amen. be so many branches mm. it's going to happen live in Cali Jesus because of the heart that is in control here Amen. it's about heart out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speakers, the mouth speakers. somebody say ah but me I'm not powerful at all how do I know whether uh, <laughs> let me not see that one <laughs> Okay, so invite the person to church. That's point number one. It's simple. It also means that the church must also be prepared that every Sunday, what do we do? We do what an altar call and we make provision for people to what? To go through the various stages they need to go through. That's point number one. Point number two. Discuss your personal testimony. If you are somebody like me, who by the time he even realized he was a Christian and his father was always on him and we doing Bible study in the, in the evenings after work and then you'll be going for crusade at Apegusu you don't even know when you became a Christian <laughs> so you don't have a very nice testimony but there are some of us who have very strong testimonies that when you tell someone the person will be shaking like hey God is alive am I right? Yes. and that alone is evangelism you tell them about your what, how you got converted. You tell them how you got converted. And take note. If you are converted, then it means that you are converted. You cannot be sitting in the office with me and we are all doing all the corrupt things, all lying, lying, left and right, doing all the bad things. And come and tell me that I got converted. When you are doing the same time. So who is who? You get it? Yes, sir. <laughs> That's the other aspect we have to look at. Then number three. One-on-one evangelism. One-on-one evangelism. Personally, I find this to be the most efficient form of evangelism. Because when you go and stand somewhere, you talk, hey, this, that, 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 that. People have questions they can't even ask you. And they leave. The Holy Spirit, get, I mean, convicts them all right. But because they did not get understanding, the devil comes and takes it, what, away. It's understanding that is what's important. It's not just that you're being that me, I know the Bible, but who cares? It's not about you. It's about Jesus. Uh-huh. So the underlying thing is this. You approach somebody. Let's say, can I worry you? Can I worry you? <laughs> yeah, please. And then you ask the person. What I'm saying is for people in areas like, countries like Ghana, that uh, most people have heard the gospel in one way or the other. So you approach the person and you ask the person, oh, please, can I talk with you? Yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> and then you say, oh, please, what religion do you belong to? I'm a Christian. You're a Christian? Okay, excellent. So what church do you attend? Um, IPR. IPR. Oh, that's a good church. Very, very, very nice. So last Sunday, were you able to go to church? Yeah, I was. Okay. Um, this morning, were you able to pray? Yeah. You prayed this morning? Okay. So if the last trumpet will sound right now, where will you go? Will you go to heaven, hell, or be hanging somewhere in between? 
heaven. You can go to heaven. Yeah. Ah, yeah, sure. Okay, so based on what you believe, what qualifies a human being to go to heaven? Um, believing in Jesus Christ uh-huh. as your Lord and personal Savior. Okay. And accepting Him in your heart. Okay, excellent. So, with the answer that He gave, what do you do? You encourage Him what? As your Christian brother. And do what? You tell Him, you, you encourage Him to pray. You encourage Him to all the scriptures. You encourage Him. Don't go there with the mindset that everybody is, 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 <laughs> is a sinner. It's not true. Are you getting me? Because that also, that also annoys people. When you come approach, they come and say, "You, you need Jesus." Have I told you I don't know Jesus? <laughs> so, number one. So, let's reverse. The same approach. What church do you belong to? He will say, "Oh, IPR." Okay. Where um, last time you were able to go to church? The question is important. You are trying to see the kind of person you are dealing with. That's why it's important to ask the questions. It's very critical. Don't go imposing your thoughts on them get to know the person you are dealing with then you know the right kind of bullets to use to get you, you, you get it fine so when he says that okay fine I, I'm, I, I attend IPR I last Sunday I went to church this morning some people say that this morning I didn't pray then it's okay to you okay then you ask them so, so if that same person says I didn't pray this morning and then that same person comes and gives you all the beautiful quotations beautifully in their mouth that you have to accept Jesus Christ blah 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 blah, blah. you still have to probe further are you, are you getting me? But then if the person makes it clear that he prayed, are you getting me? You don't need to worry yourself proving further. You have to encourage him in the Lord. Are you getting me? Just like somebody who, you want to be what? Encouraged. You encourage the person to pray. You encourage the person to stay in the faith. You encourage the person, that's all. And then you can even ask him whether he has any sickness. And then you pray for him. Fine. Let's go back. <laughs> the same person standing here says that, um, you ask him, ah, if the if if the um if you die today, where will you go? And he says that I'm not sure. It happens a lot of times. He tells you, I'm not sure. Oh, please sit down. I think you've done well. <laughs> Clap for him, man. Eh? Remember the whole scenario because this is very practical. Remember the whole scenario. I'm just changing what he said to suit the scenario. So if 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 he says that um, I'm not sure. After I ask him, well, if you die today, where will you go? Heaven, hell, or you'll be hanging somewhere in between. When you say hanging somebody, they, they laugh. So it's important you say that just to make them laugh. <laughs> then um, he says, "I'm not sure." Then he comes, "Ah, why are you not sure?" Then some people will say that, "Ah, it's because uh, uh, you know only God can tell you. Only God can tell whether you are going to heaven or not. You cannot tell whether you are going to heaven or not." I mean, I can sing today, and maybe when the trumpet sounds right now, I won't go to heaven again. I'm like, ah. Then you know the person's mindset. Then you know that the person has not really understood. The gospel. Is it clear? Because we are not under the law. We are what? Under what? Grace. Fine. If the person again says that, fine, me, I'll go to hell. <laughs> I've met a lot of people who told me point blank that I'm going to hell. <laughs> I was even surprised myself. I was like, hey, you tell me you're going to hell. <laughs> he said, I'm going to hell. Then he's like, yeah, I'm going to hell. I know, I know the things I do. I'm going to hell. I was like, okay. So with these people, those who say they are not sure, and those who say, I'm, I'm going to what? Hell. There's a trick that personally I use. It's not a trick per se. It's just scripture. So it's simple scripture. So you say you're not sure or you're going to hell. And I say that, ah, but I know how to save you going to what? Hell. I know how to, for, for the other person, I know how to make sure you know that what? You go to heaven or what? Or not. 
for the person who says I'm not sure I, t- I ask him this if you you have a best friend and you are throwing a party will you invite him or not most people say oh yes I'll invite him then I'll say that, ah so how can you tell me that you're a Christian but Jesus Christ is so wicked that he the way you throw a party he will not invite you <laughs> he is wicked and you are nice some people just are not sure of their salvation not that they are not Christians because of bad and poor teachings are you with me so we have to know who you are what dealing with so you can the person can benefit what fully so the main key scripture you use for those who say i'm not sure and those who say that um i'm going to hell is romans chapter what, 3 verse 23 which most of us can quote verbatim by a serious weapon <laughs> for all have sinned and come short of the glory of what god Romans 3 verse 23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Then you quote number 2. Romans 6 verse 23. These scriptures you need to memorize them. It will make it very simple. Evangelism very simple. Because you use them over and over again. <laughs> Romans so For the wages of sin is death. But gift of God, God is eternal life. life. Then you ask a simple question. So if all have sinned and the wages of sin is death. Then it means all must what? Die. Then he continues to say, but the gift of God is eternal life. Eternal life. Then you can quote Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 10 to him. These scriptures do wonders. You'll be surprised. After, after you talk to him, ah, what you do at then? What you do at then? You'll be surprised. <laughs> Just these three scriptures, they do wonders. I've seen them over and over again. So by grace are you saved, not of works. Are you getting me? Yeah, through faith. Is it clear? Yes, sir. So, another point you have to also get is this. If you meet somebody who is resisting, some people might resist, but there are very few in Ghana do. Because Jesus said the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. few. Sometimes we forget that laborers are laborers. They are not professionals. Okay. It is the harvest that is plentiful. But the laborers, they all, all they need is a sickle. And then what? They will just be clearing the thing. Are you yeah. getting me? Yes, sir. All you need is a few scriptures I'm, I'm quoting. Even though don't read, you are good enough to go. <laughs> I, I, are you understanding me? Yes, sir. It's the laborers. Because when you talk to them, like, okay, then I accept Christ. Then it's so simple. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. So, um, another, one thing you also have to realize is that if I'm here and I'm a deep sinner, and let's say me, they, I don't know much about Christianity, and I... I, I, I am, you tell me that you need Jesus Christ you need Jesus Christ I'll be a little upset with you why do I need Jesus Christ so you have to show the person that he needs Jesus Christ a classic example is this let's say um, a policeman meets somebody and um, he, he says um, I'll give you a ticket like okay okay. Um, let me give you a better okay so the policeman wants to find you Listen, he, he, he looks at you I want to find you and he's like ah, why are you finding me are you understanding me but if you were over speeding and now he catches you and says what I want to find you and somebody is willing to pay the fine then you appreciate the person who is willing to pay the fine yeah. do, do you get it? Yes, sir. so you have to prove to the person why the person Christ in the first place other than that you are just talking in the air so a lot, a lot of people might tell you that oh yes I will go to heaven and you ask them why will you go to heaven and then they will say that it's because I obey the ten commandments it's because I don't fornicate I don't do this I don't do this I don't do this then you know the person you are dealing with then you ask the person a simple question. Have you lied before? They say, oh, I've lied. Okay. Are you sure you've lied before? Fine. 
Have you looked at a woman lastly before? They say yes. Then you committed adultery. Fine. So it means you are a, a liar and you are committing adultery. And per the Ten Commandments, if you miss even one, you are a thief too, number one. Are you getting me? Then you're like, okay, okay, fine. If you miss even one, you don't qualify. Okay, fine. So how do I get out? But the gift of God is eternal life. Therefore, the, the classic example I usually use, which works for me a lot, is I give an example of being in a courtroom. I think I got this understanding from um, it's like you being in a courtroom and you're in the courtroom, and what happens is uh, maybe you're an arm robber. Let's say you have been convicted for arm robbery, and then you are pleading the judge, judge, please let me go. I won't do arm robbery again. I won't do arm robbery again. Then the judge says, no, 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 no. I can't do it. About it. I mean, you are, you are, you are condemned. I get me. Then somebody comes in and says, okay, I'm ready to pay the fine for you. Mm. You get it? So when the person pays the fine, then it means you are free. So if you go back and go and do arm robbery again, then what are you trying to tell the person who paid the fine? That's why the Bible makes it very clear that if we continue in sin, that's like we are crucifying Christ all over what? Again. So therefore, it is a critical example I usually cite to bring people's mind what? There. So you can see that it's not so who's oh, am I right? There's just one way. And as time goes on, definitely, there'll be other ways that will be what? Thought. But then one key thing is this. When you go and you meet anybody, after asking all these questions, you have to ask the person, are you okay? Are you well? Are you sick? If he says he's sick, what do you do? You lay your hands on the person and you pray for the person. How do you do that? Please, any sick person here right now? Any sick person. Like with a sickness that is maybe some pain in your body or something. That's very glaring. Oh, this you are so blessed though. <laughs> Amen. Oh, any sickness, like any sickness that if it goes instantly, it will be clear. It's gone instantly. Oh, wow. Thanks be unto God. You guys are blessed. <laughs> you guys are blessed. So the underlying thing is this. Let's say if um please come here. If um if he if he was a sick person, I get to me. And as I asked him, so what, 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 what's your problem? Usually the old ladies have a lot of pains in their bodies. Are you getting me? You tell you, oh, I have pains. Are you getting me? What you do is, don't go and be holding the old ladies' bottles or waste or anything like that, please. We have enough trouble as it is. So what you do is, all you need is contact. So you hold the person's hand. Are you getting me? And you command the sickness to go in the name of Jesus. Like they, like sickness, go in the name of Jesus. That's all. Then you ask the person, how is it? Same, worse, or better? Some will like, okay, I, I'm not seeing anything. Then you command it to go again. Go in the name of Jesus. And some will say, oh, it's a little better. Then you pray hard to see the difference. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm very serious. I went to, I went to, uh, last year, we went to a crusade. Christ the rural world. And Reverend Steve preached powerfully. And then after the preaching, it was a time for altar call. We, we did all that we had to do. Then it was time to pray for the sick. He said, oh, evangelist, go and pray. So I went to stand in front with my other colleagues and we were supposed to pray for sick people. So I laid my hand on a certain old lady and I asked her, what is wrong with her? Okay, I had an interpreter because it was in Côte d'Ivoire. So the lady was interpreting from uh, French to English to me. So the lady was telling me that, oh, the lady said she's not able to see so clearly. She can see, but not clearly. It was an old lady. And I said, okay. And I started praying for her. You sickness... I said, Ale, Ale, Ale. <laughs> then I realized Ale was not working. <laughs> and then, then, then I, 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 I commanded in English, go, go, go. I stood there praying for like 
like 10 times I was doing the same thing and the person interpreting the thing actually helped me like hey it's okay it's okay it's as if I'm embarrassing myself do you get the whole thing ah then in my heart I felt like ah if this is the only woman I get healed before I leave here I'm okay what's the point in doing all the and nothing happening I get to me so I stood there and I still prayed then I think maybe the 10th or 11th time the woman said oh there's light there's light here I can see I can see I can see at that time, I was already feeling very, very, what the word to use, tired. So I was like, okay, let's go on to the next one. I touched a certain lady's stomach. Then I could feel physically. Something was moving within the stomach, physically. And I was like, ah, can you feel it? Because I wonder whether it's a spiritual thing I was experiencing or something physical. I was surprised. <laughs> something moving in the stomach. And I was like, uh, yes, I can feel it. Then I was like, okay, what's happening now? I said, there was so much pain here. Now the pain has vanished. I was like, wow. Every single person I laid hands on after the first lady, Got healed. I, I didn't struggle. It was, I was like, hey, pa, what is wrong? They say it in French, pa, there you go. I don't know, hey, pa, what is wrong? Now they say, pa, there you go. And when I, I finished, I was like, ah, what is happening? This is, am I dreaming? <laughs> so I, I, we went, we finished the whole thing. I went, I went to the sleep. The following morning, we got up. I was like, ah, was it a dream? It was, it was too good to be true. <laughs> What I mean is, every single person I just laid hands on recovered after the struggle with the first lady. Then it's like, um, so when I was walking again and I saw the lady, the interpreter walking by me, and when she joined, she was like, hey, I see she was about waiting. I was like, oh, this was, was true. And I was like, okay, okay, which I'm also scared. <laughs> and I realized it was, it was true. <laughs> what am I trying to say? It is written that whosoever shall say, to this mountain be thou cast and shall not doubt in his heart shall have whatsoever he saith it is written Jesus Christ said it three solid times three different occasions one with the fig tree, one with the sycamine tree one with the, the guy who was crazy three different times he knew what he was talking about he said whosoever are you whosoever shall say to this mountain be thou cast and shall not doubt in his heart. How do you know whether you doubt in your heart? More often than not, your mind will tell you, don't do it. Don't do it. What if nothing happens? But what if something happens? <laughs> doubting in your mind is different from doubting in your what? Heart. How do you know your heart? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What you keep on saying is what is actually in your heart. If after praying for the person, you came up with a way, then you, then you. Then your heart means you did not believe, so it won't happen. <laughs> but if you believe in your heart, you will not confess differently. And it will happen. Because either the Bible is true or it is not true. There was another crusade. I went to Techiman. Just this last one, then I conclude here. I'm just encouraging you that believe the word of God. And when you go, when you encounter sick people, lay hands on them and what? Pray. Don't say, ah, 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 ah it's like me. Um, ah, but me, myself, I'm sick. So how am I going to pray for this person? <laughs> A similar thing happened to me. We went to Techiman. And a strong fever caught me. I started vomiting in the room. I was like, oh, my back was saying, evangelist, oh, Charlie. <laughs> I was vomiting in my room. Then um, I went, I sat in the taxi. As we were going, uh, somebody sat in by me also said, are you part of the evangelist? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I tried to make myself as if I was, I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, oh, I'll pay for your transportation for you. Eh? I, I've been listening to you guys. You guys are doing a good job. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. God is in control. God is in control. Then, then, then I went, I went and I went to a, um, what do you call it, a drug shop, a pharmacy. And I went to buy malaria, the malaria course, 
and I took the first one with para. Then I went to the grounds. When after the, um, um, the altar call, and we're supposed to be praying for people, asking there are too many people standing there, maybe over 5,000 people standing there, and we are in between. Are you getting me? Uh-huh. Then it's like, in my sickness, I was praying for people, and they were getting healed. In my sickness, I was praying for people, and they were getting healed. It should tell you something. It should tell you something. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All we are supposed to do is to never ever give up. Never ever give up. Give up. Keep on believing and trusting the word of God. Amen. Because no matter what, the word of God stands forever. Amen. Men are like grass, and their glories are like what? The flowers of the field. Grass withers, flowers fall, but the word of God shall stand forever. Amen. Amen. Amen.